0: Welcome to episode 32 of Talking About My Generation, a pop culture podcast dedicated to children of the 80s, 90s, and even into the 21st century. If you're new to the show, welcome. On this podcast, we'll discuss movies, video games, and television shows that we grew up on. Now, this is going to be a special midweek episode. Uh, We've actually been planning and kind of laying out some of our episodes here, and we kind of came up here with this particular episode. Uh, We decided that we wanted to kind of squeeze it in here for the last week here before Christmas, Uh, so here we are Uh, now this week we do have eva back and we also have a guest host for uh for one of our favorites here uh eva why don't you say hi hello okay (laughs) and we have carla from yeah yeah cool hi thanks for coming back carla Uh,
1: well thank you for having me i appreciate it
0: no problem i know you've been on before uh why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about you and your website
1: um. Both well, me. Um. There's some other people that we have on there, but we uh, have news, reviews, videos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Com.
0: Okay.
1: I got. That's all I got. I don't know.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> all right. Yes. It's all right. Is I'm it... just trying to give you a little bit of plug time.
1: No, you're totally cool. I just I, I just kind of woke up from a nap, to be honest. Kind so of here. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Get caffeine. Oh,
2: uh, what time is it? <laughs> All I right. have a question. Is it
1: yeah yeah Y E A H or is it yeah yeah uh, yep. okay. Yeah Y E A H Y E H and then cool C O L dot All right, yeah. good to know. Thanks. Alright, you. you're welcome.
0: <laughs> so this week here <laughs> Yeah This week here we're gonna cover one of our favorites. Uh it is an older animated TV special. Uh came out in nineteen sixty-five. Mm-hmm. Uh we're bouncing all the way back. It originally aired on CBS. And was actually sponsored by Coca-Cola. Uh, oh. That was how they got it out the first time. Uh, uh-huh. Now, this particular film is a, a its a TV special called Charlie Brown Christmas.
2: All right. Yay! I love, love it! <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: And a Charlie Brown Christmas, this was actually the very first primetime animated TV special based upon Peanuts uh, uh-huh. by Charles M. Schultz. So this was the one that kicked it all off for them to have things like uh, – you know, it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Uh, you know, it's the Easter Beagle. Uh, mm-hmm. All these different ones. This is what kicked it all off, and this is what led it all off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, now we do have, uh, you know, Bill Melendez, who he kind of directed and produced this film. Uh, kind of came in. They did the special in 1965. It's been airing in the USA ever since that year. Uh, it is the second longest running animated TV special behind Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which we already covered on the series. So I thought Mm -hmm. that was kind of neat to see that they keep running it still. Uh, They actually did have some issues with this particular show, uh, this particular special. Uh, They actually, you know, Charles M. Schultz, he had to get funding from Coca-Cola to pull this off. Uh, He presented this idea to CBS, and CBS was kind of like, ah, Ah, uh, well, we're not really sure that this is going to work, but, you know, they gave, they went ahead and gave the green light, but they gave them a really small, you know, minuscule shoestring budget to try and run with. And you can really kind of see it when you're watching this. The animation is not that good. You're seeing a yeah. lot of frame skips.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: the The thing that got me about this was the sound on this one. You can really yeah. hear it is not a clear sound on this.
2: You're mm-hmm. actually right. Now that you mention it, it's very it's true. And I don't even know if like the voices, the mouth movements really matched up very well either. Come to think
0: of it. Some right. of it yeah, I mean it was it was yeah. not a very good animated thing, yeah. but when you look at the budget that they had, what they were working with, plus mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, the actors that they were working with, there were only three actors in the entire thing. Uh Oh. What? Well, there were only three actors really? entirely. Well no, there were more <laughs> like, what, what, what? but there were only three that had any voice acting work at all. And that was oh. uh, Peter Robbins, mm-hmm. Christopher Shea, and Tracy Stratford. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were all child actors. Bill Melendez and uh you know, everybody wanted to have this kind of just they wanted to have kids voicing it and it was really something out of the ordinary for them. And it was yeah. kind of like, hmm, we're not sure that this is gonna work. Uh you know, Melendez, Mendelssohn, they both worked on this and said, you know, oh, we got to do this here. Uh, one of the big problems that they had with working with the kids, uh, Kathy Steinberg, who was the voice of Sally, uh, they actually had to feed her lines one line at a time. And mm-hmm. so there's stuff where you're hearing her and she's supposed to be going on this, you know, this dialogue rant. And it's really you you can tell that, like, she's kind of going, wait, what am I supposed to say? And <laughs> part of the problem with that was that she didn't know how to read. She was yeah. that young. So yeah. she's learning all this and going mm-hmm. through this. and It was kind of like, wow.
2: Mm-hmm. But that <laughs> she did was a pretty good job. Though.
1: Yeah, it that was, was mean There was that one part where she's ta- she's having him write her Christmas list. yeah, And she's reading it and she sounds like a little kid. She's like, I just want, I just know what I want. And it's just so cute. Yes. So, it was very I mean, cute Yeah. So I think that maybe, you know, at one point, maybe that was hard for them to do. But I think that's probably one of the best things they did because it really made her sound like a little kid.
2: It did. I was just thinking when you were talking, I was just thinking about that particular scene. I think she said, all I want is what's coming to me. All I want is my fair share. And yeah, it it, it, it did sound like she wasn't, it did sound like it was something that was being fed to her and she was just regurgitating it, but it was so cute. It was very effective.
1: Yeah, very, very effective.
0: But Uh I mean, all that, you kind of hear it and it kind of picks up. It's because of that, I think that there's a lot of them where a lot of things that people are going well, maybe this is why I like it so much, just because it's not perfect. And, you know, they were trying to make a big deal about it being, you know, this commercialization of Christmas and whatnot. And I really think it kind of picked up on that and it it kind of capitalized on that. So I think that's part of why people like it so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, a couple of other things that I do have about this. When CBS was doing this, when they said they were going to go through with this, uh, Charles Schultz, he really wanted to put there's a line in there where Linus is basically reading straight from the Gospel of Luke on the King James version of the Bible. And it's when he actually mm-hmm. says like what the meaning of Christmas is when he's standing up there and they're doing the play. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> there was a lot of fight with that. CBS is like we really can't put that in. That's not appropriate for Christmas. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's it's going to be bad and and Schultz he he stuck to his guns. He says, "You know what? I want this in here. I really want to have it in. We need to put this in here." Uh you know, he, he basically said, he goes, if we don't say what the true meaning of Christmas is, we don't tell the true meaning of Christmas, who will?
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they,
0: they stuck with it and, and it became this huge thing, you know, and, and, and people love that now. They look at that and they go, wow, that was really nice that they put mm-hmm. in, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's really kind of the only thing where they have any sort of like preaching per se. I know that in Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, which we discussed earlier, that there was a little bit of – uh, Linus reading off and, and basically kind of saying like grace at the table but it was more like he was giving a little bit of history back in the back about what happened with um, you know Miles Standish and I thought that that fit for that this seems to fit really well for this particular uh, special mm-hmm. so uh, I, I was I was, you know I'm not a big church goer I'm you know a lot of people harp on me for that say what you will I'm agnostic that's my feelings that's my thoughts you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, But, you know, it is what it is. I still enjoy this thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, one other thing that really was an issue with CBS, uh, they didn't have a laugh track for this. And this was unheard of for primetime specials. Oh,
2: Um, Oh. yeah, that's right.
1: Well, how could you do a laugh track, though? Well, that was the thing.
0: Yeah, that was the thing. I was kind of like, I don't know how you put that in. So, you know, but, you know, they wanted – they basically wanted to have this laugh track in and make kids understand that, you know, hey, this is when you're supposed to laugh at this. And so CBS went through and they created a version of it that has a laugh track. Uh, But it was just in case, like they were saying, well, maybe Charles Schultz will change his mind. We can do this without – you know, with the laugh track. We really want it in. And it basically never actually came out. I mean they have a version that's sitting out there on the shelves. But – it's not available for anybody to purchase or to 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 see it abc doesn't have it they don't run it cbs when they were running the show they didn't actually run it afterwards mm-hmm. it just kind of sits there there have been some unauthorized copies that are floating around the internet that people have found and you know they want to see it you know personally i think it's one of those ones that doesn't need it it really shouldn't have
1: mm-hmm. there yeah. No, it's weird that would just be bizarre No, um, it would be yeah no i mean going back with the um the the bible phrase you know i mean based on the story it fits i mean if they just Mm -hmm. put it in there just to be preachy whatever then yeah I, i mean i that would have obviously probably not worked but in this story the way that it works based on the whole story for what it represents it was much needed, and I and I think that that's one of the things. I mean, you watch a lot of the other, you know, there usually is a lot of like a religious God reference, and even I think even maybe in Rudolph there may be one, uh-huh. but in in the tra- Charlie Brown this particular set, this that particular scene, it's like it actually sums the whole thing, it ties the whole thing together, and it actually makes you feel just like you you kind of sit back and you just go. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I remember now. Cause we, yeah. we, we forget a lot of the times and, you know, I think it's a great reminder. And I think that's probably one of the reasons it is, it is so beloved that even uh-huh. those who, you know, if you don't believe in God, et cetera, but it's still, that phrase does remind you really what, what it's about.
0: Yes. It's Yeah. It's, it's not about the commercialization. It's not about yeah. winning, you know, the lighting competition. It's not about how much money did you spend on presents. Uh, You know, right. Yeah, this is what it's about. I agree.
2: I agree. And I think that that was a necessary thing. Like Carla said, I think this was a necessary thing to put in there. And it wasn't long and drawn out. It wasn't, you know, preachy. It was just it was to the point. And I think that, yeah, it definitely tied it together because, yeah, even for me, you know, watching it as a kid it educated me. Oh, so it's not about just presence. It's not about, yeah. you know, all this external stuff. This uh-huh. is the, you know, it's Jesus' birthday. So uh-huh. I think that it was really good. It, was, it was, I call it a teachable moment. Right. To, te- to teach, the, you know, children that are watching this. Okay, this is let's think beyond the scope of presence here. Let's look and see exactly. You know, and I loved at the end too how they were like ragging on him the entire mm-hmm. time. You can't do anything right. You're just mm-hmm. so, and they called him so many names. And you feel so bad for him. But then they, at the end, they got the tree, they all came together. And they were like, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. And it was like, you could feel that they really yeah. did love him. Yeah, and I felt like, you know, right. it, it, it kind of gave hope throughout the whole thing it was just it it all just kind of tied together and that was something that was my favorite scene actually they all all ragged on him and at the end they're like you know you know christmas is about loving everybody and and Mm -hmm. being together and so i I think that it was a very powerful message the whole Mm -hmm. the whole thing
0: yes (laughs) now it makes you teary
2: it does it does
0: Now, a couple of other things <laughs> I did want to bring up here, uh, obviously going along with the children actors, they, they were having an issue with it. Uh, one of the other things that the executives had an issue with was the jazz soundtrack, the the Vince Guaraldi soundtrack that has basically become, it's iconic now for anything having to be related with Peanuts. We mm-hmm. hear this and everybody knows it. It's actually become synonymous with Christmas music now, which kind of surprised me. You know, yeah. I've I've started I walk around in the stores and I hear this as part of their Christmas songs and I'm going, mm-hmm. "Okay." Uh mm-hmm. but because of that, the executives at CBS were kind of mm-hmm. like, "You know what? This is going to be a huge flop." You know, and the programmers were basically pessimistic and they told the production team they says, "You know what? Uh we'll air it next week, but don't expect us to be ordering any more."
1: oh my gosh that's so uh, mean yeah
0: and yeah. so Mendelssohn and Melendez they were kind of like you know they said to themselves oh crap we just ruined Charlie Brown yeah. <laughs> you know uh so but CBS they went ahead and aired it December 9th 1965 uh it went came through uh just a huge huge success they actually had uh more than 50 percent of the U.S.'s televisions watching this show watching that episode at that time
2: wow okay
0: uh so i mean a huge (laughs) huge response to this which was really kind of a surprise uh you know it was just and you know all the quirks that they thought all the problems the the technical issues with the sound didn't detract from the show's appeal uh Mm -hmm. you know all this was just kind of like oh wow it actually came out really really nicely even Mm -hmm. people were still even with the linus reading the story of the nativity was kind of you know everybody's like Wow, this is really nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the New York World Telegram actually stood up and said, "We like this." This was probably one of the highlights of the show. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, "Oh, wow, um, maybe we do have a winner from this," you mm-hmm. know. And so because of that, you know, they obviously had other peanut specials that showed up. Uh, you know, a- as we mentioned before, Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown, Easter Beagle Charlie mm-hmm. Brown, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, on and on. Yeah. Uh, now. One thing that has changed here, a couple things that have changed with this here, uh, is that they had in in January of two thousand, about a month before Charles Schultz uh, passed away, broadcast rights. Uh, he actually sold the rights to ABC,
1: right. uh, took right. it away.
0: Yeah. Uh, so now we see the special. It it runs every year on ABC. They mm-hmm. run it. Uh, I noticed that one thing because I actually saw it this year uh, for twenty thirteen. And they added some stuff to it. Like they've – I want to say that they added like some clips that came from maybe like the, the Charlie Brown and Snoopy show or maybe it was something to do with like uh, uh, you're getting a dog for Christmas, Charlie Brown or something like that. But they added on to the first half hour of this of the special.
1: They did? Yeah. What did I didn't even notice anything. Like what – I'm going to have to pay attention. I mean I have it on DVD but – you know, I, every time it's on TV, I keep on missing it. I keep on pissing myself off because I keep on missing it. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, because, okay, again, because you know this is true that mm-hmm. you have it on DVD, but when it's on TV, it's always better because of the commercials. Of course. You may have the commercials. You may not like the commercials, but it's always better. So... Yes. And, but, yeah, it's, I, what, like what scene – what are you referring to? Like what is it?
0: Well, they, they put in like some extra stuff. That, like they did the whole thing. You see the Charlie mm-hmm. Brown Christmas special yeah. and then it, you see the credits roll and it ends. And then it comes right back with like it, – it has like these little postcard type moments with uh, – they showed Lucy and Schroeder and uh, Lucy's there skating on the ice rink. And mm-hmm. she's going, oh, you know, I really wish I had somebody to help compete with me in, in the winter special, the, you oh, know, the winter uh, ice skating
1: special. Patty, one where she goes out and she ice skates. I know what you're talking about. Yes. They that, add all these things in. Those are actually ever, there's a. There's Charlie Brown's Christmas tales. If I, I mean, don't quote yes. me on this one. I, I okay. have a DVD of it. Yes, um, I so, do too. Yeah. So what they do, yeah. they've actually they have the just the movie, but then they're adding little things at the end to make it longer. Um so like a lot of the times it'll be like they actually did that for Thanksgiving too. They had the Thanksgiving and then they've been showing the May the the one for the Mayflower afterwards. Yeah. Oh that's so, right. yeah. It's that's like I think right. it's called uh she's a great skate Charlie Brown. It has peppermint patty and then so Snoop He's actually her coach and teaches her how to. And then at the end, the music flops, and then Woodstock has to whistle.
2: Do you remember I, that?
0: Uh, I do I, remember you know- that. I have to be honest. I haven't ever seen that. I mean, some of the stuff was kind of like a surprise to me. I'm like, Oh, this is, is all this? new, you know? Yeah. So you know
2: what, thank you, Carla, for mentioning that because uh, man, my husband last year, it was in like the $5 bin at Walmart. He's like, Hey, here's a Charlie Brown. Cause my kids are all up into Charlie Brown. He's like, yeah. there's a $5, you know, it's called, Char- I think it is Charlie Brown's Christmas tales or something like that. Yes. And, it has, and uh, yeah. And it has a picture of Snoopy skating on the front and yeah. it's just different little episodes, winter theme episodes. And I think you're right. I think there was one where Lucy was ice skating. Yeah. and i i for the life of me i don't remember what the episodes were about but i have a feeling that's exactly where they took the those little snippets from
1: yeah they're cute though they're, they are they're cute they're much wa- like you could have a snoopy night
2: <laughs> absolutely absolutely i love snoopy. me absolutely. too
1: that's my ringtone in the I that's the, actually that's my ringtone the the uh there yeah i know go figure i know <laughs> I I'm still it. waking up right now, so it's okay.
0: It's <laughs> I'm, admitting,
1: I'm admitting a lot of things, though. It's okay.
0: <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Oh. Uh, so let's go ahead. We're going to bounce into the cast here. We're going to talk about uh, who's played what. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest that with everybody that there really isn't a whole lot that these actors have done outside of Charlie Brown's specials. Uh, we do have we have Peter Robbins, who played the voice of Charlie Brown. Uh, Peter did have a little bit of work that he did outside of of Charlie Brown. Uh, He appeared on shows like My Three Sons, uh, Get Smart. He was also in a Sonny and Cher film called Good Times. uh, And he also voiced Charlie Brown in in Great Pumpkin and A Boy Named Charlie Brown. Uh, Mm -hmm. Really didn't have a whole lot outside of those things. I mean, there there were things that he made a couple of appearances on, but that's about it. Uh, Christopher Shea, who played Linus Van Pelt... Uh, he had a couple of roles as well, but again, small parts. Uh, he showed up on the TV series Shane, uh, which was a western back in uh, back in the sixties. Uh, he w- he also made a guest appearance on Bonanza, and then he also appeared in Great Pumpkin. Uh, his last appearance that he actually did was on NBC's Friday Night Lights, uh, that he did just before he passed away in t- in twenty ten. Oh, so. Unfortunately, Chris is no longer with us, but we Mm -hmm. do honor you, Chris. Oh, yeah. Uh, We also have Tracy Stratford, who was one of the three who actually had voice acting experience. Uh, She played Lucy Van Pelt. Mm -hmm. Uh, She appeared in several other films and shows before Charlie Brown Christmas. Uh, She showed up on episodes of Twilight Zone, Dick Van Dyke, and The Fugitive. Uh, And then she was also, I don't want to say a regular, but she kind of had like small cameo appearances on quite a few episodes of uh, Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. Oh, wow. So kind of just sticking her face out there. Uh, we had Kathy Steinberg that I mentioned earlier. Uh, she played the voice of Sally Brown. Uh, obviously she was so very young that she didn't know how to read her stuff, but she was only ever really featured in the Charlie Brown specials. Uh, didn't have anything outside of them. I want to say she did like four four specials or four movies, and that was it. Yeah. uh.
1: And that's perfectly fine. I mean, you know, yeah. a lot of the times with those kids, I mean, hopefully they got r- good residuals. I mean, I can imagine yeah. after all these years, yeah. like every Absolutely. time it airs cuz now it doesn't it doesn't just air once where a long time ago it would just air once a year, but now they play it usually like right after Thanksgiving and they'll play yeah. it like another time like closer to Christmas and that's like that's good money. I mean, that's yeah. all the the videos and the merchandise and it's oh, like
0: Oh yeah. yeah. And because ABC owns the rights to it now there, you'll see it show up on ABC, you know, on Uh regular ABC. And then it'll show up on ABC family, like three or four times. It seems like. Yeah. So they're milking that that cash cow. (laughs)
1: And that is okay. Absolutely. By me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, now one other one that I do want to mention, uh, Bill Melendez, uh, Bill Melendez, he obviously was the director of the series. Uh, he voiced Snoopy and then he'd also show up sometimes as Woodstock in some of the specials. And he was basically Snoopy throughout almost all the Charlie Brown films. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he was, he was in there and he kind of has his little thing. Uh, We also had in this that one little kind of a side of note here. They didn't get any credit for it, but I feel that they really should Uh, all the vocals for the songs that you hear them singing like Christmas time is here and Hark the Herald angels sing And when the kids all shout Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown, those were all performed by the members of the choir of St. Paul's Episcopal Church in San Rafael, California. Oh, nice. Uh, This is actually San Rafael is kind of up by uh, San Francisco where Charles M. Schultz used to live in in that area, uh, up in the Bay Area. Uh, And then you also hear uh, they did this actually several months before the making of Charlie Brown's Christmas. Uh, Choir was featured on Vince Guaraldi's recording, Vince Guaraldi at Grace Cathedral. So Vince Guaraldi and his jazz trio went up there and were playing. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of nice. That is sweet. So what I want to do now, this is something we've been doing here. We've been trying to do it for almost every episode here. Uh, We're going to go ahead and play the Kevin Bacon game again. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, So I'm going to let you guys.
1: Uh, Okay. Okay. Um, That's a hard one.
0: Well. I, I got it I got it you know
1: yeah really okay uh, I, I
0: can link I can link any actor here in Charlie Brown especially in Charlie Brown Christmas I can link him to Kevin Bacon
2: mhm
0: so you guys you guys can pick one here and we'll go with that
1: okay. um okay do you want to make it easy on him uh <laughs> you
2: know <laughs> been able to beat him and it's been making me mad
1: <laughs> we do well because if, if he, he can't link it in the same movie so it has to be in something yeah. different so if we do the little kid who the little girl who plays sally that uh-huh. might be uber impossible for him so
0: okay let's try that That's all right sally okay. go okay. ahead you, go ahead there yep. you have to do it this way then you have to go sally to peter robbins in charlie brown christmas
1: no but you can't do the same movie yet. yes
0: i can't
2: He's been doing that every episode. Yes, I it's can. has been getting me. It's because crazy. otherwise thought, there's no thought, possible thought,
0: way that you can link anybody to Kevin Bacon ever.
1: I thought the thing was you couldn't link somebody in the same movie when you start from that person in the same movie. I nope. wasn't
0: sure about that myself. I'm
1: going to look at the rule. Go ahead. We'll give this one to you, Deborah. <laughs> we're going to look
0: at the rule book. We're going go to we're gonna go to Peter Robbins. Uh, Peter Robbins was with Cher in Good Times. Cher was with Jack Nicholson in The Witches of Eastwick. Jack Nicholson was with Kevin Bacon in A Few Good Men.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah,
0: that's,
2: what, that's what how he's been getting me every episode because he's linking okay. them in the same movie, and I don't know enough about the game to know if that's a rule or not.
1: I'm gonna find out. I got you <laughs> back. I got you back might, on this. Thank one.
2: you. He might be pulling one over on me. I don't know because he has not been able to stump me, and I'm like, oh, I'm trying to get. <laughs> <laughs> i mad, like you
0: know. Yes. All right. Well, uh. I, 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 have to be honest. When I did the Princess Bride, I did not use the same movie. Okay. Okay. Because we did, we did Carrie Elways I thought the rule.
1: I thought that that's the rule. You can start with the same movie that they they're in. I thought well, that
0: I, so. I had been one of the first times we did this. They chose Carrie Elway's, and I said, okay, Carrie Elway's was in Days of Thunder with Tom Cruise. Hmm. Tom Cruise was with Kevin Bacon in A Few Good Men. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. True.
1: That, that the, that's true. That was that's true. So that's why because it's a different because in this case if we just could have said that other guy. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Cuz it well, didn't really matter. If you, want, them, you're finding the if one you want
0: If you want me not to do it in the same film then I will do it not in the same film. Look, this is not that my rule. Rule. Here's here's what I'll do. Here's yeah. what I'll do. Because <laughs> Kathy Steinberg was in It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown uh-huh. with Peter Robbins. So this uh-huh. is not the same one. Oh my God. Not gosh. the same one. Yes. yes. Peter wow. Robbins was with Sharon in Good Times. Sharon was with uh-huh. Jack Nicholson in Witches of Eastwick. Jack yes. Nicholson was with Kevin Bacon in A Few Good Men. Uh-huh. There we go. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: okay. 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 Make I you feel better. On, though, I think from now on, though, yes. The rule is you're not going to have to be able to start with the same movie. You're going yeah. to have <laughs> to start Has with a different,
1: different movie. movie. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I still go from movie because that's the whole thing. It goes from movie to movie to movie. So it's not the same. It's not ever. You start with the same movie. It's always goes to something different.
2: You've been pulling that on me for months. I have not cheat
0: <laughs> in that way.
1: I apologize, <laughs> I'm for blowing your.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. let's go ahead here. We're going to talk about the plot. We're going to talk about the plot of the movie here. Okay. All uh, right. Plot of the special. What this is here. It basically starts where. You see Charlie Brown, and he's kind of complaining about the over-commercialization and secularism of Christmas. And mm-hmm. he's, he's kind of just telling everybody he's moaning about the true meaning of Christmas. He's kind of trying to tell everybody, you know, it's not about the Christmas cards. And part of that it was because he walks out to his mailbox, opens it up, yeah. and he's like, I have nothing. You know, just yeah. poor me, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was kind of nice. You know, and we see the rest of the Peanuts gang. At the very beginning, we see them. They're all skating on this pond. And Charlie Brown is confiding in Linus that, you know, he feels dis- he feels all depressed despite all the presents, cards, tree decorating, everything, all due to this over-commercialization of Christmas. And he's kind of like, you know, this just isn't working for me. And when I look around, I see people having these light contests and I see people going out and buying these aluminum Christmas trees. And it's just – it's not what Christmas is, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it's really kind of sad. I mean, we just see that, uh, Charlie visits Lucy, Lucy in his, in her psychiatric booth and, you know, he starts complaining about this and she says, you know, Charlie Brown, why don't you just direct our Christmas play? That'll solve all your problems. You know, you can talk about the true meaning of Christmas here in the Christmas play. Yeah. And, you know, Charlie Brown stops by Snoopy's doghouse to ask him to help him out. And there's like, he sees Snoopy decorating his doghouse. He's like, what the heck is going on? And, you know, Snoopy hands him this entry form for the neighborhood contest for the lights. And he's kind of like, oh, you know, oh, good lord type thing.
2: Even my dog is participating in this. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, you know.
1: (laughs) Snoopy's smart. (laughs) Snoopy's got the brains.
0: Yeah. And and what I I had to laugh about was when he goes into the house and he's trying to get ready to go to the Christmas play to direct it. And Sally kind of stops him and says, wait, big brother, I need you to help me write a Christmas letter to Santa Claus. And he's like okay and he starts writing it out and she puts in a request for money preferably 10s and 20s
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and i was just like you know i, I kind of had to do the eye roll as well you know even uh, even nowadays 10s and 20s that's you know back in 65 you know that was a lot of money yeah it's a lot of money
1: now are you, yeah, it <laughs> you know it is <laughs> <laughs> like you walk you know walk past 10 bucks if you find it on the floor you're gonna be like hell yeah i got 10 bucks no. are yeah.
2: you kidding like a billion dollars.
0: (laughs) (sighs) So, but we see this, we see Charlie Brown, he gets to the rehearsals and the the rehearsal scene, you know, when they're all, when you see, uh, you see them all kind of dancing around and Charlie Brown's trying to get them to do everything. And you see Schroeder playing the music. Mm -hmm. I had to laugh at this because this is such an iconic scene when you hear Schroeder playing the music. Right, and you see all the kids dancing around you see like one who's doing like this whole frankenstein zombie type thing it's the best thing. scene,
1: yes. the I best scene yes. ever yes. i yeah. want to dance like that
2: I know. Yeah.
0: Yes.
1: have you tried to dance like that that's actually really hard to dance yes. like that
0: i know and that's the thing is like everybody's like oh my god you know they're you've seen people bopping their heads around it's, it's just like wow you know yeah so but everybody knows that scene i've actually seen somebody who took uh they mashed up that scene and doctor who together in a whole, like just a picture basically. And they have all these different doctor who enemies that are showing up dancing and, and, you know, looking like they're dancing on the stage there. And it's hilarious to see. Oh, that'd be cute. So obviously it's, it's definitely a symbol of pop culture. That's, basically ingrained in everybody's minds
2: oh totally yeah absolutely
1: that's a, that's a that's a, one of the best scenes is the little girl who's in the i don't know, she's wearing i think she's wearing a little pink dress and she's like bopping her head back and forth. it's like i love it <laughs> well, i absolutely adore it
0: i don't know if you noticed but there were two of them and it was weird because when they first start off and you see the scene of everybody there's mm-hmm. only one that's bopping her head left and right and yeah. then like when they cut back and you see them kind of filtering around and moving around to all the different people there that are dancing and then it cuts back to a bigger picture, all of a sudden there's twins –
1: Right, yes. yeah, the twins, that's right. Yes. right. And I was kind of so like,
0: right. that's a that could odd. be
1: That could be a production, you know, that could be a budget thing. Kind of like, you know, sometimes you watch certain things and it's like almost like the same scene. They just do it again. Oh, they yeah. They
2: just do it again, yeah. Yeah,
1: that could just be like a budget kind of thing. Like, we'll just use the same scene and just draw somebody in there, so. Yeah,
0: it was just, it was kind of one of these weird things. I'm like, well, wait, where did she come from the, you know, all of a sudden now we have twins showing up. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> 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 you know. it's funny. But. One of the things that the kids do while they're after they're dancing is they kind of say, you know what? We need to have a Christmas tree. And Lucy, Lucy steps in and goes, I want you to go and buy a big, shiny, aluminum Christmas tree, preferably so we can paint it pink. Right. Mm-hmm. And Charlie Brown's like, oh, no, this is not going to go well. He and Linus go off and they walk to the Christmas tree lot and they're looking around. And you can see Charlie Brown just getting absolutely disgusted. And I have to admit, I don't blame him. Because everything I'm seeing there, I'm looking at it. This is where I have to say that it kind of dates the series. It kind of dates the special. And this is really the only time that I see that kind of dates it.
1: What do you mean? What do you mean?
0: Well, when I'm looking around there and they're showing all the Christmas trees, all the patterns that they have on these these horrible fake Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. They look like something straight out of you know the late '60s, early '70s. They
2: actually do, yeah, yeah, they do, yeah.
1: But I, I was just at uh, Walmart this. Not that I want to admit this, but I went to Walmart this morning, <laughs> not for anything special. But um, we walked by. They had they were like these trees that pop up. They go and then, but they're all kind of like uh, they're decorated all already. They're, yeah. And they're really flipping ugly. And they're yeah. the like, same kind of colors. They had them in pink yeah. and red. They were just like, really... So it's the, same, it's the same thing. Actually, I think Charlie Brown knew the future of Christmas and knew that we would have people who decorate their trees pink.
0: Yeah. And, but I mean, yeah. it, the, the thing is, is that it, you kind of look around and it was kind of like, I looked at this and I'm like, I haven't seen anything like this in a while. Now, obviously, it sounds like it's starting to come back around.
1: It, totally. Are you mm-hmm. kidding? Yeah. Like, but, I was... When I was growing up, we had, oh my God, we had a fake tree, which is pretty, you know, anyways, but it was white. So uh-huh. it's like crazy. And it was like this weird kind of stuff. Like no matter what, it always kind of like got on everything. Oh. And then oh. my mom always, she always wanted a white tree with blue ornaments. That was uh-huh. her. And it was the flipping ugliest thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life. So like all our pictures growing up were like with this ugly, horrible, and we had this white tree for years until I don't remember what finally happened to it. But, but oh god, it was so ugly. It, it, it's 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 the truth. I mean, people, you know, nowadays it's kind of it's that's how it is. You know, they want the different, the crazy. Oh, I put this on my tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. you well, know, non, so
2: tra- non traditional.
1: Yeah. yeah, I remember traditional. Yeah,
0: I remember when my grandmother was still alive. She had we my my dad w- it would take us over there to her house, and this was before my grandfather had passed away. They had the most hideous fake christmas tree and it basically was it it was it looked like a broomstick with giant pipe cleaners shoved into it okay uh. and it was pink uh. and silver it looked like yeah, I was just like,
1: like that's very the- that's very you know common now like I'm that's what yeah. I saw when we went there and I was like God, like, you know because I horrible to say but we've actually decided this year not to get a tree um just based on the fact that we're not really home right now very often so and of course I've been telling people that I'm usually getting the, the mouths agape this you know I think that a couple of my friends are you know going to be protesting anarchy and I'm expecting a couple of trees at my doorstep shortly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we decided not to get a tree this year. So I was like, well, maybe we'll just get like a little tabletop one. Yeah. And they're not not—they're yeah. not green. They're pink and blue and yeah. everything yes. you can possibly imagine. So, I mean, I get the whole like maybe it's dating it, but I don't think as much anymore. I think that now it's, I think it's actually kind of like predicted how Christmas has become that, you know, nowadays even more with, you know, the horrible things that are happening in the world. I think a lot of the time the the worst things off are in the world the more the more we put ourselves into certain things so christmas right now it's really like that's why i know you were complaining doug that you know christmas came too early Mm -hmm. but i think that people need it because you know people are depressed right now a lot of people are so hurt people have things people are dying on the streets it's horrible Mm -hmm. right now with
0: with regards to that my thoughts are celebrate each holiday first I don't want to go straight from Fourth of July into Halloween and straight from Halloween no, into Christmas.
2: No, yeah, yeah, right, that's exactly. my feeling.
1: That's exactly, but you know, but but like for me, like you know, I I mentioned to you before that you know I I skipped Halloween this year. I did, and it wasn't any fault of mine, but it was just more that I was like, all of a sudden, I blinked and it was gone. And I didn't have a chance yeah. to stop for a second and celebrate it. And then yeah. so yeah, so yeah, I have to admit, you know, right before Thanksgiving. Hit and I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm going to put my Christmas decorations out. So I did, you know. Mm-hmm. So I put my little Santa out, and it made me feel like, you know, it reminded me to stop for a moment and just remember that what this time of the year is. Because, Absolutely. you know, because if you just get so busy and everything, you're gonna, it's gonna pass. And you're gonna be like, oh, what happened to Christmas? I missed it.
0: Blasphemy! Mm-hmm. Blasphemy! <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: I think, you know, I think that Carla has a good point because especially like she was saying, I mean, there's so much negativity going on in the world. And these these are movies that I look forward to every single year. I can't tell you how many hundreds of times I've seen the Rudolph and the Frosty and, you know, the Charlie Brown special. It just it brings me back to a place of happiness and hope. And even though I'm 36 and I'll watch them with my kids over and over and over and over again. And it brings me back to the happy time of childhood, the innocence, the time where. You know, when you're a kid, you don't concern yourself with what's going on in the world necessarily. Um, it's a very, it's very simplistic. It's very, you know, a very joyful time. And I look forward to that as an adult with all the grown-up crap. Mm-hmm. That, that we have to go through every single day. You're here.
1: That's right. You, well. you know,
2: it's just one of those things I just watched it yesterday and I'm making notes and I'm like, God, I love this movie. You know, <laughs> I remember you know, I remember being five and sitting down and going, God, I love this movie. You know, it's yes. just kinda, yes. it, it totally. And so to me, it, I don't look at it as being dated. I look at it as it's it's still very relevant. It's yes. still, you know, it, it, and I think it
0: is overall. I will agree. It is. Da- it is not dated. It's just that one little scene where they go to the Christmas yeah. tree lot. And that's where I kind of have an issue with it.
2: Yeah. But the, the...
0: with all that said, I will say this is that what Charlie Brown finds there, I have actually lived through. He mm-hmm. finds that skinny little itty bitty teeny tiny sapling. that yeah. I, 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 I still don't know how they nailed this thing to that X of wood. <laughs> <laughs> but I've actually, my, my parents, you know, we got a, we got a couple of Christmas trees and one year my dad, when he was trimming down the tree and he actually realized that the tree was too tall,
2: mm-hmm. he trims
0: down, he cuts off some of the bottom of the branches there and he's got these branches sitting around there and As a joke, he took it. He stuck one into like an X of wood. He he built this thing. He built this little, I mean, it was like just this hideous little branch sticking up on this X. And he put it on my mom's desk at work. And it was just like, it was hilarious. And Everybody would walk by. They'd look at it and, you know. And she actually put like one ornament in the tree branches swinging over to the side just like it's Charlie Brown people told me go like, oh my God, where'd you buy this yeah they were yeah. they were all going, oh my God, my sad you know my mom's like, this is my sad little Charlie Brown Christmas tree you
1: could buy them you know that yes. they sell Charlie Brown Christmas trees they which do. is that they do like, yeah. it's so cute. Awesome.
0: you know it was just it was one of these things it was just like we all kind of laughed about it the only thing about this was that it was a real tree so it didn't uh-huh. dry out because it didn't have any moisture going into the branch
1: oh. oh. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, it was just – it was something that was just so funny. We we all laughed about it. So, you know – I always tell people, this is one of my favorite scenes. This is what we all talk about. And, and my family always remembers that little scene of, yes. you know, the sad little tree branch.
2: <laughs> yeah. And actually, I was going to ask you guys, this is something that I kind of grew up with. Anytime I see a little pathetic tree, I refer to it as a Charlie Brown tree. Yes. I don't know if you guys do. do yes. You know I refer to it as, oh, there's yep. a little Charlie Brown Christmas
1: yes. tree. Yes. Yes. Because you're like, well, can't we just oh, go get a little Charlie Brown tree? Yes. Yeah, you're- I
2: think. I think everybody knows. Now that I
1: think you're absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, Everyone that that I've mentioned
2: that to totally gets that reference. And to me, that's like, okay, this is a sign of longevity. This is a movie that is continue for years and years and years. And how long has it been? It's been 50 years, right? Am I right in my mouth? Uh, Yeah. 50 years. It'll be,
0: well, it'll be 50 years in 2015. So it's, you know, 47. 47 You know, our parents
2: grew up with this. You know, that's what. It's crazy to me. It's my mom introducing it to me and saying, I watched this when I was a kid. you know. And it's just Aww. and it's so neat. But that that's the funniest thing. I'll say, oh, I love that little Charlie Brown tree. And people immediately know what I'm talking about. And that it's is so, so you know. sweet. <laughs> and, they, and you're right. They do have them in the stores, and they're so cute. They are cute. I want
0: one. Now, I know that there was a lot of problems with Charlie Brown and this tree. And everybody kind of made fun of him and picked on him. Yeah. You know, he gets disgusted. He storms out the auditorium with the tree and he's like, I'm going to take it home and I'm going to make something out of this.
2: Yeah. You know, he,
0: he walks by Snoopy's doghouse and see that Snoopy has won the first prize for the lighting. And he's like, Oh my God, the, you know, the, this is horrible. You know, he's
1: amazing.
0: Well, you uh, know, he, he's yeah. like, this is absolutely horrible. Even my dog has become commercialized and it's just, it's sad. You know, he's like, so he, he takes that, he puts the one ornament on the tree, the tree flops over as we discussed. And he's like, Oh my God, I've killed my tree. You know, and he like he storms Uh away, and about that point, all the you know everybody else who was at the auditorium kind of storms out, and they're they're following him, and everybody's like, you know, this really isn't a bad tree. Mm -hmm. You know, Linus props the branch back up in its upright position, wraps the blanket around the base of it, and it actually looks like a nice little tree at that point. And I was kind of like, oh, you know,
2: yeah. Once they did you guys notice that once they kind of all got together and put the ornaments on it, it actually looked like a Christmas tree. Like yes. they actually made it look <laughs> yeah. I remember like, like laughing at that branches as branches magically oh.
1: grew. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And
2: I thought that maybe that was deliberate. I thought maybe that was kind of a way, you know, maybe subliminally to kind of make it look like, you know, look like what Charlie Brown envisioned. You know, maybe that was a way to kind of, I could be wrong. Maybe I'm reading too much into no, it. No, actually, but I, I
1: think that's really deep. That was beautiful. Thank you, Ava. Yeah, thank you. I,
2: I just thought, you know, maybe because at the end, they all kind of got brought together around the tree. And I thought, you know, maybe this uh-huh. was something, because they could have drawn it all scraggly with the ornaments hanging off of it, you know, yeah. still kind of yeah. looking like the sapling that it was. But they did, you, I mean, it looked like a full Christmas tree. So that's I don't know. Uh, maybe that was deliberate, maybe it wasn't, but that was one of the questions I had on my notes is what do you guys think of that? That, that was that in your opinion, done on purpose? Uh,
1: that's a good question. I don't, honestly, I'd never thought about it before. I just watched yeah. it figure that they were just doing it just, you know, to make it, Oh, it is a good tree, but yeah. I like, I like what you said that actually makes mm-hmm. it really deep and yeah. thought provoking. And I love it. Yeah. So thank you.
2: Thank you. Uh huh. Yeah. I just, I love Charlie Brown, but I just, you know, they were ragging on him so hard. And then at the end, it was like, you know, and I felt so bad for him. And that was something else, too, is that my kids, I have a four-year-old, a five-year-old, and a 12-year-old. And from the time my 12-year-old's been watching it, you know, they called him um, hopeless, mean, dumb, stupid, you know, and they laughed at him. and, and, And my daughter's like... They, they say this on cartoons because nowadays, you know, it's a lot of it isn't really in there anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know,
2: it's not OK to call your friends, you know, stupid and it's not OK to call them, you know, and they were really insulting. And well, I, you, you know, have to
0: you have to remember, though, that Charlie Brown, Charles M. Schultz did this as a satire of what was going on for a lot of a lot of things that were happening here. So they were oh. making fun of Charlie Brown and it was kind of on purpose because Charlie Brown was kind of supposed to be the everyman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. then making fun of him, insulting him, calling him names was like, mm-hmm. you're so stupid. And we realized that it's just Charlie Brown who's getting down on his luck.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we
0: see that in this special. And I think it comes through quite clearly. Mm-hmm. You know? And it, I
2: just don't understand why they rag on him so bad in every special. But then at the end, you know, it's like they're st- they still prove that they're his friends. But it's just the <laughs> weirdest dynamic of... You know, he's the one that everyone rags on, and then, but he's well, the focal point. It's, it's really well, weird. I
1: They're... think that it's a lot of it's Lucy because she's kind <laughs> of an asshole. Yeah. yeah.
2: Say, <laughs> she's an ass.
1: so I think she instigated it a lot. I think
2: she's
1: the uh-huh. one who calls him a blockhead. Yeah. Um, and wants to be the Christmas queen. I, mean, I love her. I, I can relate to her in many different ways. But, um, yeah, she's kind of an asshole to him. And yeah. I think it's a little bit, actually, nowadays, you might even call her a bully. So oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. In fact, I wrote that down on my notes, too. She is such a bully. And, you know, it's just in every, in every special, she tries to take control of everything. In the Halloween one, she was taking control of when the party and when they were going to go, you know, trick-or-treating yeah. and all this. Yep. And here, she's taking control of the play. She's taking yeah. control. And it's just like, my God, this girl just, yeah. And I think you're right. I think she's the one that definitely instigates yes. a lot of the a lot of the negativity to Charlie Brown. But then it, somehow miraculously at the end, they're all buddies, and he's accepted. And it's like, well, wow, this poor it's kid.
1: True. I think that's even true in life, and and just for I mean, there's. You think about, like, the, your people that you hang out with, people that you talk to. Most mm-hmm. people have that one person that you have that love-hate relationship with. That sometimes it's good and, and everything is fine, but then there's other times you're just like, you know what? I'm going to freaking delete you from Facebook because you're an asshole. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly, yes.
1: Yeah. go through that with your real friends. So even though you <laughs> care about them, but you're like, oh, God, you're like, shut the hell up, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just it's it's like it's real. I think that's one of the things. It was real, and it I agree. Just relates to now.
2: I agree because yeah, even at the, at the beginning, you know, she was willing to help him when he needed the help in the psychiatric little booth there, and she was, you know, you need to be involved here. Why don't you, you know, be in control of our play, you know? So there, the, she has moments in every single special where she actually, you know, comes off as human <laughs> and comes off as nice. <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's so rare. <laughs> right. I, well, I think it is like one instance in every single special I've seen where she comes off as, okay, there's some, there's some kindness there, you know, but it just, that was the thing that struck me was this poor kid, you know, he didn't get any, you know, invitations, he doesn't get any Christmas cards, he doesn't get anything, and of course he's down and depressed, trying to figure out what the meaning of Christmas is, but, you know, I, I do like how at the end it all got tied together, and
0: well, they all together i'm gonna to bring up something kind of kind of segue into our trivia section here since we were talking mm-hmm. about lucy being a bully mm-hmm. did anybody else notice that this is one of the few specials that she doesn't have the football
2: yes
0: charlie well, yeah
1: I mean, but yeah. i don't yeah i mean yeah so yeah. we right. don't
0: see that we don't see her being a bully like she you know i would say that that's fully bullish for for her is when she has the football but it doesn't oh, show up in this one at all so i was kind of yeah. like Huh, and I caught that. I caught well, that. Well, this song. is the first
1: one, right? So right. This is you, well, you said, oh, this is that's... the first one, so they probably hadn't created it yet. You don't really pay football uh, at Christmas, so yeah. Uh, hello,
0: they... yeah, you do. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, but you know, like I mean, this is not that that theme. I mean, because it came up in the Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. yeah. Did
1: did it come up in the Was it in the Halloween one? I'm trying to remember. Uh...
0: I want to say that it was, but I'd have to go back and watch it. Yeah,
2: I, I don't remember. You if know, it I
0: that. I have it set aside, and I just haven't. I, I haven't watched Great Pumpkin since we did the podcast episode. So I, don't, I apologize, you know, guys.
2: You know, I want to say. Her,
1: uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ava.
2: Well, I'm sorry, I, I was just thinking, I think that they did cover that because I did notice watching it again that they didn't have the football scene in this one. So I want to say that they did. Um, oh. But I could very well be wrong. But yeah, it, 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 maybe because this was the very first special. Right. Yeah, that may, that might have just been something another another added element to Lucy's bitchiness is just a, right. <laughs> yeah, another way that she torments poor Charlie Brown, you know. But and then later, the psych
1: uh, booth, though, right? Yeah. We like, how, how, I mean, yeah. how many times did we see the psych booth again? Like, I don't remember. I know this one. She has it with the nickel, yeah. and she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, nickel, nickel," and she all gets all happy.
2: Yeah.
1: B, yeah. But I remember, like, are there any other – how many other movies do we see her having that again? So
0: There were a couple, but it was mostly, like I, – I don't want to say, like, full-length films. It was mostly, like yeah. – I know she had it on the Charlie Brown and, and Snoopy uh, cartoon show that they had. Right. Uh, but I want to say it was that they had it in the thanks. well, no, they didn't have it in Thanksgiving special Uh-oh. because she was only there for the football.
1: Right. Uh,
0: and I want to say that they had it in Great Pumpkin. And the main reason why I remember it—I I, want to say—I remember it in Great Pumpkin—is because there was an issue where they were talking about Linus going off into the field. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, I, I know I've seen it in some of the others, some of the other specials, like where we see Spike, you know, Snoopy's brothers showing up, uh, but not in anything big, as far as I can remember. <laughs>
1: So it could have just been maybe they hadn't thought about that yet, you know, they just said, oh, let's let's, let's figure out another way that we can make Lucy just be a total asshole again. I think
0: that's that's my guess, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, a couple of other things I do want to bring up in the way of trivia with this particular special. Uh, There was actually a couple of versions of the show. Uh, The original version broadcast on CBS until 1997 and older video releases, VHS-type releases, they were edited. Uh, They leave out a scene – where the gang is throwing snowballs at a can on the fence. And yeah. I actually, when I first saw this, I was like, really? Because I saw that. But the Paramount and Warner video releases, they're complete and unedited as well as any new versions that they're running. And when you mm-hmm. look at it, it, well, I shouldn't say that they're completely unedited, but I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, when you see it, you you know, I, I remember seeing Linus put, pack a snowball up uh-huh. into his thing, sling it at the can, hit the can. Yes. That happened on the ABC version that I recorded off the TV from last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was. Mm-hmm. So, But the actual full original broadcast that they ran on CBS, uh, there were some brief animated sections where we see the logo of the Coca-Cola can, uh, mm-hmm. which was the show's original sponsor. Uh, they've actually been edited out of subsequent broadcasts and the video release. Uh, so mm. basically what happens is that right after the opening title uh, you see Linus and he's being tossed by Snoopy and he crashes through a Coca-Cola sign that's at the end of the uh, pond where they're skating.
2: Oh, I I think I've did, seen that. Yeah. Uh, funny. Did uh-huh. not notice. So if you, yeah. if you look,
0: you never see where Linus lands. That's because they've cut it out. He went uh-huh. through. Uh, oh. And then they also at the closing carol uh it included the complete verse instead of fading out and then they actually showed uh Linus and Charlie Brown drinking some Coca-Cola bottles mm-hmm. so it was kind of like you know they put their little spin on it yes, and i get did. it you know mm-hmm. I get it, mm-hmm. but hey, they were sponsoring it, so they yeah. have their right to put in their little tag on it. As far as I'm concerned,
1: yeah, not as bad as some of the things you watch nowadays. It's the same oh, thing. Absolutely. So. Yeah, it's like, know. oh, that's like that's not subliminal at all, is it? You know?
0: No. Yeah, well, I mean, if you remember, if you guys remember the TV show Chuck, I remember laughing at some of the stuff with oh, the
1: subway, yeah, blatant
0: subway, or <sighs> uh, you know, the the Best Buy references, and it was like, come on, guys, this is thinly veiled, yeah. <laughs> But so, I mean, you know, looking at this and seeing this, it's like, okay, you know what? I have to admit, I like it better that they had Coke in there than some of the other stuff they could have had in the 60s. You know, like, for example, the Phillips Conoco Hour or, you know, the Camel cigarettes. Yeah, that was a big thing in the 50s and 60s. They had a lot of the cigarette companies.
2: Like
1: the cigarette. That'd be awesome. Yeah, you
0: know.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs)
0: so that pretty much sums it up for me have you guys got anything else that you want to add in
2: Uh, no okay this is kind of bugging me um and it's totally not like important at all it's just one of those things i uh i'm obsessive compulsive to the max what Mm -hmm. is that girl when they were talking about that you know handing out the parts the scripts during the play Mm -hmm. and she was constantly talking about a red curly hair naturally oh. curly hair what was that girl's name
0: that was violet
2: violet okay the one that was going to be the um pig pen's wife the innkeeper's, the innkeeper's
1: wife, wife. Yes. yes
2: yes okay violet okay because i've seen her in other ones too and i could not remember her name and then um i'm trying to think um once again i don't know if this is something that is just you know, the the thing that they do for the Peanuts thing. But again, you know, my my daughter asked again, where are the parents? What, what, why don't they ever have the parents in any of these specials? Did they ever, have you (laughs) delved into that? Have you been able to find any answer to that? Why they don't have parents?
0: There was only one time that we actually see an adult on screen. And it had to do when it had to do with a special that they did when Charlie Brown first got Snoopy. It was kind of a going back, and he goes back to the Daisy Mills puppy farms, and he gets Snoopy, and you actually see an adult. And that was the one and only time they ever had an adult on any of the Charlie Brown specials.
2: I'll be darned. Yeah, it was just, you know, my 12-year-old's like, Mom, what's with this? Why don't they have any parents in any one of them? And I'm like, that's a good question. If anybody might know, it might be Doug. I'm (laughs) going to ask. But you know, then of course, how the adults, when there there is contact with adults, they sound like wah, 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 wah. They don't have the actual voices. Right. It's all right. Yeah. What is that like a foghorn or something? I don't even know what the heck that is. Uh, it was
0: a mute trumpet.
2: <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. I I don't know why why they did that either and that's maybe it's to keep the focus on the kids i yeah i think yeah.
1: so i mean if you think yeah. about it your son mentioned it to you and he, he as at the age of 12 but mm-hmm. when you're watching it when you're like 5 or 6 you don't think about it because the story no. is about the kids exactly and you, it's not about the kids and the relationship with their parents and you kind of if you i think that was actually the smartest thing they did was I take agree. the parents out of the equation. Cause mm-hmm. you realize it's the kids and that they're having these problems and it's the yes. same kind of problems that we're having. And it just makes it more relevant as a child.
2: I agree. I think that's yeah. absolutely right. I think that they they deliberately kept that out because mm-hmm. it's, it's to appeal to, it's got the, you know, in, um, the humor on two different levels, but ultimately right. it's geared for, which I think is brilliant too. I'm, I mean, I'm, willing to bet that you know that double humor maybe that was the start of like spongebob today and like those cartoons that are out there nowadays that have the double humor the movies that are out now um you know because we can watch those over and over again with our kids and, and laugh hysterically at a lot of the jokes that our kids are like huh you know, yeah. it's, oh what is this what is it all about um and that's one of the reasons i love these is because i can watch them every year and still get a kick out of them and it's you know It's just very, the longevity is just amazing on all of these.
0: Yeah. The, I, I, again, as we said, you know, this one as a whole, as I've, as I've said, is that this probably is a very good, timeless classic. Yeah. Uh There's, you know, like I mentioned, the Christmas trees being ugly and aluminum, that kind of dates the series for me. But everything else about it, the clothing, the, you know, what everybody's wearing, I've seen that sort of stuff before and it's not out of place. It's still even yeah. now is not out of place. So mm-hmm. this is going to be one of those timeless classics that everybody's going to watch probably, you know, 150, 200 years after Charles M. Schultz's death. You know, yeah. he, he's going to be, this is going to be like, you know, Shakespeare being performed. This is going to be one of those Christmas specials that everybody watches. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Very definitely. So, oh my God, they should make this a play.
0: They have actually. <laughs>
1: Where? They have Where? they have made it
0: into a musical. Aww. There are quite a few Charlie Brown musicals.
1: I want to see it. Like the Grinch. Yeah. They have the Grinch yes. playing at the Old Globe. I want to see it. That would yeah, be they,
0: great. They have <laughs> this. If you look, uh, I know that Your Good Man Charlie Brown has been performed uh, quite often. That's a Charlie Brown uh, musical that they've done. I know that they've done a musical for Charlie Brown Christmas. I haven't myself actually seen it, but I know that it's been out there. Uh, it's one of those things that... I saw in the production notes and just kind of left out for time. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of which time, I, we're going to go ahead and cut this short here. I'm going to go ahead and close this out so we can get out of here. Uh, okay. So this wraps it up for this episode of talking about my generation. Please feel free to leave us feedback on iTunes or send us a tweet. I am at S-P-R-Z-O-U-T out.
2: I am at Mommy F3C okay.
0: And Carla, I know you have yours.
1: Um, yeah. Hold on. Uh, I'm at Carluccia, K-A-R-L-U-C-C-I-A.
0: Okay. Uh, you can also send us an email at mygenerationpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at Talking About My Generation. And we actually have a thing going on right now that I would please ask you to go and do. Uh, Stitcher is up for the 2013 Stitcher Awards. Uh, we do ask that you please go and nominate us and vote for Talking About My Generation. Uh, that can be found on the link that we have on our Facebook page currently. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead. Carla, you want to plug your Yeah, Yeah, Cool here?
1: Um, yeah. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Well,
0: <laughs> tell everybody what your webpage is and what, oh, what just, stuff oh, you have yeah, there. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, cool.com. Y-E-A-H. It's like, you know, yeah, yeah, cool. Um uh, it's like you type it like you spell it, no spaces. Um, yeah, you can check out reviews. We got some uh, cool stuff up there recently. Some uh, you should check it out too. We just do you play the Walking Dead uh, video game?
0: Uh, which one? The, the Telltale the one. Games. Yes,
1: the Telltale Games one.
0: Not yet. I need to pick it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they just
1: uh, they just announced some of the new episodes. We have a trailer up there. We just posted that today. So oh, cool. Check it out.
0: Okay. Well, we're gonna go ahead and sign off here with Vince Garaldi's Linus and Lucy. Yay.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>